Welcome to Main Menu for the week of December 20 through December 26, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad to have you with us here on Main Menu today. This is our holiday show, and we will have special greetings from Main Menu staff, and a number of other folks have sent in greetings for you and our listeners, and we will be continuing the series with GW Micro on using window eyes with uh, iTunes and we will hear two parts today and we hope that you're enjoying this series. If you want to get copies of this series you can go to www.gwmicro.com training and get these training lessons there and they also have many, many other training lessons that you may be interested in taking a look at while you're there. So we would encourage you to do that. And we want to thank the folks at GW for allowing us to air these tutorials on Main Menu. Well, next week we'll be having the last program of this year. And it will be a two-hour review of what's going on in the technology field in 2013 and some of the things that Main Menu has covered in the past year and we hope that you will be around to listen to that and we will be co-hosting the program. Chase Crispin, our executive producer and I will be co-hosting the show and we hope that it'll be an enjoyable show and we look forward to doing that and be, being with you back here again next week on Main Menu. We're going to get right into the show for this evening. And you have a great week. We'll see you back here next week on the end of the year two-hour Main Menu special. Hi, I'm David Tanner, your host here on Main Menu. I want to take this opportunity to wish you, your family, and friends the very happiest of holidays and a fantastic new year. We have enjoyed having you with us this year and look forward to having you on Main Menu in the coming year. Thanks again for listening and have a wonderful holiday season. Hello Main Menu listeners, this is Main Menu Executive Producer Chase Crispin, and I'm here for just a few seconds to wish all of you a very happy holiday season, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas, and I would like to wish you the very best for 2014. We have very much enjoyed bringing you a new and exciting Main Menu program every week throughout 2013, 
and we hope you will continue to return every week and listen to Main Menu throughout 2014. Have a great holiday season, blessed and happy new year, and hey, if you receive a nice tech item in your Christmas stocking this year, feel free to let us know about it and review it on Main Menu. Thank you, and happy holidays from all of us right here at ACB Radio Mainstream's Main Menu. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson wishing all of you and your friends and your family and everybody a fabulous holiday season full of good food and fun surprises and technology and whatever. And also want to wish you a very, very happy 2014. Let's hope it's a good year for all of us. Hi there, Main Menu listeners. This is Tim Cummings, Main Menu staff member, wishing everybody a very happy holiday. So this is divided up into headings. For example, songs or albums. I'm going to go to songs by pressing H. Heading three songs. Songs. Because we're in browse mode here. So there's songs. If I start down arrowing. Songs. Links. See all. Name. It's kind of in a table. So you have a name column. Artist. Artist column. Album. Album column. Time. Time column. How long the song is. Popularity. How popular a song is. Price. How much the song is. One. So here's going to be the very first one. Now we're in a row. Button. So remember that unnamed button? What if I down arrow here? Yeah. Red. So this song is called Red. I'm going to up arrow back to that button. Button. Let's preview Red. I just press space bar on it. So if I press space bar again, that's going to pause that. Suppose I really like that and want to buy it. I'm going to down arrow. Showing result. Heading 3. Link see all. Heading 3. Albums. Albums. And our... Talk. Heading three songs. Song link name. Artist. Album. Time. Occupy. One. Button. Red. All right. So I'm going to download. Link Taylor Swift. Link red. Three forty-three. $1.29. Button. $1.29. Right. Red. $1.29 for this song. Suppose I want to buy it. I'm going to press enter. Password P. Secure edit box. iTunes. And if I listen to this dialogue. iTunes sign into the iTunes store. If you have an Apple ID and password, enter them here. If you have used the iTunes store or iCloud, for example, you have an Apple ID. Apple ID A password P Jeremy G W Micro.com. Remember password checkbox unchecked. Button create new Apple ID and button by the button disabled cancel button. I'd have to type in my password before I could buy it, and then it would additionally, if I have it set up, it would ask me, are you sure you want to buy it? Before you actually do. I'm not going to buy this song, but if I did. I'd type in my password, press enter, and it would download it to my library. And if I had other options set, it could automatically download to my iDevices as well. If I press escape here... Star. iTunes, Taylor Swift, Red. Again. Talk. Showing results for Taylor Swift, Red. Heading songs. Link. Now, I'll top one. Button red. Link. Link red. 343. $1.29, gift this song combo box. All right, here's the combo box. It says gift this song. So if I press enter here, I've got gift this song. Add to wish list. Add to wish list. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Share on Twitter. Share on Twitter. Share on Facebook. Share on Facebook. Copy link. Or share on copy link. Copy link to it. So I could send myself a link. I could do all these other things with it. If I want to gift it, would actually bill my credit card immediately that I've got on file with my Apple ID. I could send it to somebody virtually with an email address. 
So these are some cool features. This is that combo box I was talking about before inside of the uh, expanded view when we were had the store open with uh, John Rich. So this is just a real quick synopsis of how you could buy a specific song or how you could buy other content. We're running low on time, so I'm just going to continue forward here. The other big question that we get quite a bit is regarding devices and how do you sync things, how do you sync music. I'm going to press F6 Red static box. until I get back Taylor Swift to Red static bar. 007. Search iTunes store playlist one of one tree view sources down arrow to my phone devices sources expand Jeremy's iPhone 5s battery 100% charge device closed one of one depth two all right so this is my phone and it's just like navigating the music because the first thing I do is tab new playlist button all right playlist action playlist. button summary radio button checked one of one there are these radio buttons again but they're different they're specific to the device so there's a summary radio button. Info radio button unchecked one of one. Info. Apps radio button unchecked one of one. Tones radio button unchecked one of one. I'm just going to tab until I get to the end of these. These are all specific to my device. Music radio button unchecked one. Movies radio button unchecked one. TV shows radio button. So just as information, if I wanted to do something with these, I could press space or enter and then adjust it on my device. Podcast radio button unchecked. iTunes radio button unchecked. Books radio button unchecked. Photos radio button unchecked one of one. That's the last radio button. So I'm going to tab. Static box. Now, I'm going to let you know some of the information, the way this speaks, we're, we're working with Apple to kind of correct some of this because some of it's a little bit out of order, but I'm going to do the best I can to explain it to you here. iPhone 5S static box. So there's my iPhone 5S. Jeremy's iPhone 5S static box. It says it's my iPhone 5S. iOS 7.0.3 static box. That's the version that I have on my iPhone 7.0.3. 100 static box. 100% battery charge. Your iPhone software is up to date. iTunes will automatically check for an update again on 11.6.2013. Static okay, box. That's good. Capacity static box. Capacity 56.75 GB static box. 56 gig left, and I'm just tabbing through this. Phone number static box. Restore iPhone dialog button. All right, tab again. Phone number 12, serial number static box. It could be my phone number, my serial number. Serial number F backup static box. All right, now get down to backup. So I have two ways that I can set the backup. I could back it up to the iCloud, which I get 5 gig by default. Beyond that, you've got to pay for it. Or I can back it up to this computer. They're actually... Um, radio buttons that you can check or uncheck. And there's also going to be a backup now button. I'm going to keep going past these until I get to the information about syncing. Automatically backup, manually backup your iCloud radio, manually backup your backup the most important date, backup now button, this computer radio button, un latest backup static, your iPhone has never been backed up to this computer. A full backup of your iPhone will be encrypt iPhone backup check. This will also backup account option static box. Okay, now I'm down to options. So I'll let you kind of go through the backup stuff on your own. Automatically sync when this iPhone is connected, checkbox unchecked. There you go, that checkbox automatically sync to this PC when it's when this is checked. So if you're logged in, you're authorized on this PC, and you've got this checked, you can sync your music to this particular, uh, this particular computer. I did not sync my phone to this because this is not my normal computer. You can only sync to one library at a time. So if I sync to this library, it's going to delete my old library. Well, I have like 1,500 songs or something on my other library, so I don't want to delete that. I don't want to sync with this computer. But if you wanted to sync with your computer, you'd connect your device. If you're running the new iOS, you actually have to tell both your device and on the PC to trust that device. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, tab from here. Sync with this iPhone over Wi-Fi checkbox unchecked. Sync with this iPhone over Wi-Fi, which I usually like. I think there might be some security risks in that probably, but on my home network it doesn't matter because it's fairly secure. So I could sync over Wi-Fi rather than having to connect this device 
to iTunes, which is nice if you've got a wireless network at home. Sync only checked songs and videos checkbox unchecked. Sync only checked songs. Well, by default, all songs are checked, so you'd have to actually go in and uncheck most of them. Uh, so it's kind of a weird way to do it. I just generally let mine sync everything. Prefer standard definition videos checkbox unchecked. If you had videos, you can do standard definition versus HD. Convert higher bitrate songs to checkbox unchecked. If you don't like the standard uh, bitrate, you can change it. AACs manually manage videos checkbox unchecked. You can manually manage videos. Reset warnings button. Reset warnings, so all of the warnings that would come up on your phone or on iTunes could be reset. Configure accessibility. Dialog Configure button. accessibility, so the same thing you do on your iPhone in regards to turning on Zoom or voiceover or inverting colors, hearing aids, and all that stuff can be done from here. Audio 1.61 GB 500 song static box. Below this is kind of cool. There's actually visually a graph for CITES, and if people can see it, they can graphically get a depiction of how much space is taken up on your drive. Well, if I tab through these... Video 143.7 MB 11 items static box. That might just look like a color to a sighted person, but we actually get exactly how much information, how much data is being used. This is a case where we actually get better and more information than a sighted user would. Photos 937.4 MB 380 photos static box. So that's how many photos I have, and it takes up 937-some meg. Apps 4.07 GB 75 apps static box. Gig of apps. Books 114.8 MB 342 books static box. meg of books. That seems kind of small. Doc Documents data 934.3 MB static Five box. Documents. Other 1.50 GB static box. One and a half other, whatever the other might be. Free 47.50 GB static box. So I've got 47 and a half gig free of space on this particular phone. And then I have... Sync button. A sync button. So if I had all of my settings set, remember we went through music and all of that information at the top. You can actually go into each of those radio buttons and set what you want to sync. After you set those I items, or options, you can go to the sync button, and again, if you've got it set to do automatically, it would just happen, and you could sync it with this library. Meaning, if you've got something you downloaded on your iPhone, it's not on your iTunes, it would put it in iTunes. If you've got something on here that's not on your iPhone, it would go on your iPhone. So basically, you set the options under the various radio buttons that we had up there, and that's something we'll discuss part two, uh, assuming that's requested. And then you would go through and you would just sync it. It's fairly straightforward once you figure out where all of these items are at. One other quick thing, and then I'm going to open it up for uh, questions here. Um, we're going to talk just briefly about preferences. If I press Alt E to go into the edit menu, E under U controls E disabled. I down or excuse me up arrow. Preferences F control dialog. There's a preferences dialog, and I press Enter here. Menu closed. General preferences, micros, library, library name and sources, movies, checkbox, check apps, checkbox, unchecked TV shows, checkbox, check tones, check... I'm going to silence it so it doesn't read everything, but this is something that I would encourage you to take a, a pretty good look at. We're not going to go through everything. Again, this is not going to be comprehensive of everything there is inside of iTunes, because that would take us quite a while. But this has a lot of stuff in it, and basically it works like tab controls. You can do a control tab to router through the general... Playback button. Playback. Sharing button. Sharing. Store button. Store. Parental button. Parental. Devices button. Devices. Advanced button. Advanced. General button. Or general button. And then you can tab through the items for each of those. Library name and micros library edit box. So it, you can name your library something different. Now remember that mine was only showing movies, TV shows, and music. Well, there are checkboxes here. Movies M checkbox checked. Show movies. TV shows V checkbox TV checked. What if I had podcast? Podcast P checkbox unchecked. I didn't have that checked, so I could check that. Um iTunes UT checkbox unchecked. iTunes U, which is short for iTunes University. I take some free courses on there now and again. 
to be able to uh, go through and do some of that stuff. Um, and then if I continue tabbing here. Books B checkbox unchecked. Books. Apps A checkbox unchecked. Tools Z checkbox unchecked. Now this next one is kind of interesting. Internet radio R checkbox unchecked. Internet radio. So internet radio would be if you had uh, a radio station that was streaming. If you had it under version 10, that automatically shows up in version 11. If you didn't have it in version 10, it's disabled and doesn't show up in version 11, so you have to go enable it. So internet radio is like streaming from a, your favorite radio station. Much different than iTunes radio, which is just kind of a collection of similar songs based around an album artist, etc. So those things are important if you like to stream. And again, there are other items in here that you can Genius, go you've checked, check shared library. Check. Um, I would encourage you to look through this, especially if you're a parent, because there are parental controls that you can set on, you can turn off as well. And if you're interested in more information about iTunes, you can go in and set how you would import CDs as well. One iTunes, real quick sync note, button. Um, I didn't have a song that we downloaded, but if we ever wanted to get a list of our downloads, this is especially for me, like when I'm downloading a new iOS or something really big and I want to get information about it, I can do a control shift and the number three. Number, window client area. And downloads. Here. Downloads list box. Allow simultaneous downloads checkbox chat. And this is the downloads list box. So once I downloads list box. Allow simultaneous downloads, which I don't have anything in here right now, I could up and down arrow through this list and find out exactly what I'm downloading. And there's a checkbox that says allow simultaneous downloads. If you've got a lot of bandwidth, you probably want to leave that checked. If you're still back in the Stone Ages and on dial-up or something slower, you probably want to uncheck that. If you want to close this box to just get it out of the way because it's a separate dialog, separate window, you just do an Alt F4. iTunes, sync button. And you are out of there. So... With that, I am going to unlock the microphone, and I'm going to stop desktop streaming, and we're going to take some of your questions. Again, remember, this wasn't entirely comprehensive. We're going to have a part two, so if there are things you want to know in part two, we'd love to know those things as well. So give me just one second here, and I'll stop the Moderator. microphone. Moderator. Task switching. Moderator. There we go. We were having some troubles with the mic. So go ahead and fire away your questions. Remember, you can hold down the control key. And uh, we've also got text chat available as well, where Mark's been doing a fantastic job answering questions. So one of the questions at the top, uh, Phil asks, do you notice a difference in accessibility in iTunes between Windows 7 and Windows 8? The answer is a definite yes. If you are in Windows 8, a lot of the dialogues are not going to speak at all. And so that's definitely an issue. So if you're using iTunes at the moment, I would definitely recommend using Windows 7. Uh, we're working to try and resolve some of those issues. But yes, there is a definite difference. A comment rather than a question at this stage. I am using Windows 8 and I can confirm that iTunes is a bit of a nightmare. Um, my main use of the phone is for apps rather than music. And I've found that it's much, much easier to to download the app straight to the, the iPhone that it is to go through iTunes on the computer and then just do a sync the other way around. That's definitely a good tip. Others may find that, that useful as well. That syncing can definitely be useful because I know when I'm traveling, I'll download something and then sync it right back over to my PC when I've got a chance to, to sit down with it. Other questions? You guys are pretty silent today. I'm also 
jealous, Jeremy, that you have a 5S, I have a 3GS. <laughs> I, I waited like four years to update for my 3GS, so I finally got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. So I'm just lucky this time, that's all. <laughs> I'm reaching that point. Uh, question, when you're playing a song, is there a facility for fast-forwarding or rewinding rather than just pausing? I have asked myself the same question, and I Googled it, and I, I couldn't find where that's possible. I'm not saying that it's not, but I haven't been able to find a keystroke for it, and there's also nothing in the menu for it. So maybe there's a hidden feature, or maybe somebody knows that... Uh, I don't, because that's something I'd love to be able to do is go forward 5, 30 seconds or back, you know. Um, so I will research that some more and see if I can come up with anything. But so far, I haven't been able to find anything on it. If you're playing the song on an iPhone or an iPad, etc., my vague recollection is that it can be done there. Is am I correct there? That is true. It is possible on the iPhone or the iOS devices, yes. So Phil has a question. He says, if you use the old GW iTunes script, you can use Control-Alt-Right and Left to fast-forward and rewind. Good tip. Um, in theory, that's actually not supposed to work with iTunes 11, but it might. <laughs> so that's a good tip. All right, if there are no more questions, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. Thanks for everybody for coming. If you've got other questions, you can certainly email us. Uh, you can email me directly if you want, Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at gwmicro.com. Or if you've got uh, technical questions for technical support, email support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at gwmicro.com. The worksheets are live already and up on the archive, so if you go to gwmicro.com, slash training and then activate the webinars link they will be up there hello this is paul foche from hammond louisiana wishing you a happy holidays on main menu Chris Coulter. I hope you have a happy holiday season and that 2014 is the best year you've ever had. Hi, this is Beth, a longtime Main Menu fan, and sending a holiday greeting is my plan. I wish staff and listeners a safe and happy season, and I give permission to overeat for any reason. I so appreciate everything Main Menu staff does to give us the latest in technology buzz. And now, as this email drifts out of sight, I say happy holidays and to all a good night.
Welcome everybody. This is the GW Micro webinar part two regarding iTunes and Window Eyes. So welcome. Hopefully you have already had a chance to listen to part one of uh, our uh, our program from last time. That was our webinar for October, and so we've got a lot of uh, positive feedback on that. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I would definitely encourage you to do that. I'm Jeremy Curry. I'm the director of training here for GW Micro, and uh, with me here today are Dan Weirich and Mark Solomon. I'm going to pause just to let them say hello. Welcome, everyone. It's great to be here, and I hope you all enjoy the presentation that Jeremy's going to uh, make available for everyone. Enjoy. That was Mark, and I bet that uh, we caught Dan in the middle of a phone call probably. So Mark and Dan are both with us today. Um, I'm going to go over a few basics here. Of course, we're here to talk about Window Eyes and iTunes, but let's talk a bit about how you can work with um, uh, the talking community software that we have here that we're using. So the very first thing I want to tell you is if you're hearing a progress bar, press Control-Shift-Windows key and the letter P. That's Control-Shift-Windows-Key and the letter P is in potato. That's going to stop that progress bar from speaking. Otherwise, every time I talk, you're going to hear a percentage and it's going to get real annoying real quick. Um, at the end, we're going to save time for questions. If you want to speak, you can hold down your control key and then you'll be able to talk. Your microphone will then engage. Uh, obviously, you will not be able to talk while I'm speaking, uh, but as soon as I, I open up the microphone, then everybody will be allowed to uh, speak or you'll be able to speak. Um, if you want to access the browser window at any point, I'm actually going to stream my desktop uh, so not only will you hear everything, but if you are sighted or have a sighted cohort with you, they'll be able to see this as well. But if you want to access the browser window, you can press function key number six. That'll get you to the browser window. If you want to get to the list of users that are here, you can press function key number seven. If you want to get to the text chat, so suppose that you want to send us a message publicly, everyone will be able to see that. That's function key number eight. Um, if you want to get to chat history, and we've had a little bit of chatting going on this morning already, you can get there by pressing function key 9. Now I do want to note that um, this will likely be an hour in length. We may be a little bit shorter today uh, because this is part 2 and we don't have quite as much to cover in part 2 as we did in part 1. So we might be just shy of an hour today, but we'll see where we, uh, where we end at. There is a study guide for this, this webinar as well as all of our webinars that are on gwmicro.com slash training. Once you go to gwmicro.com slash training, you will want to list your links or find your link. There's a link there called webinars. You'll want to activate that link and you'll be able to navigate by heading quickly and easily to all of the trainings that we have had ever since we started this. So there's even a uh, webinar up there still about iTunes 10, actually, if you wanted to be using that version. Um, but part one would be up there at that webinar link along with a study guide. That study guide is accessible. And uh, there are answers and learning objectives in those study guides. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Just getting over a cold here, so I apologize if I cough every now and again. Um, 
So those are all available. Plus, something else that we found that people wanted to really know about, we do offer custom training solutions. So when you go to gwmicro.com training, make sure to check out the other options that are available there, not just the webinars, but we have custom phone training available, available, excuse me, available via telephone. Um, and usually when we phone in, we actually remote into your system. Uh, we find out what you want to learn, and then we teach you how to do it as long as it's window eyes related or with window eyes. So we've got custom training. There are training classes and script classes. So there's lots of information there. I would definitely recommend that you check out at that training web uh, website. We will be recording today's webinar, and it will go up there on the webinar link. Uh, if it gets up there today, I would be surprised it might. Um, if it doesn't, I'm sure it will be up there early next week. The study guides are already there, so if you wanted to go grab those, you certainly could. Those are already available to you. So with that said, let's talk about some of today's learning objectives because we're going to pick up uh, with some information that we left off from last time. And so I'm going to expect that you already know those things that we talked about from part one. So some of the learning objectives we have today are being able to identify a tag. What is a tag? Uh, we want you to be able to understand how to add tags to songs. We want you to understand how to import an audio CD and how to automatically tag that song or songs that have been imported. Uh, we want you to be able to identify and understand a playlist, what a playlist is, what it does, what you can do with it, how you can delete it, those types of things, how you can manage it. Identify and understand a smart playlist. So first of all, what is a smart playlist and what can you do with it that you can't do with a regular playlist? Uh, we want you to understand how to rename a song. We want you to be able to identify and understand the location of shuffle and repeat for when you're playing songs. Identify and understand genius shuffle. And identify and understand what ratings are. So ratings are um, something we'll be talking about as well. And I'm sure there are going to be other tips and tricks that you're going to pick up along the way here. Some of these were sent in to us by people who listened to part one of the last training, and they really wanted to know what these things are. So we want to make sure that we go through and cover all of this stuff so that uh, you have all of these things in your toolbox for those of you who are iTunes listeners. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go and start sharing my desktop here, and then we'll get started. So I'm going to go Help. into my HTTP file F pull down. Help administrate. Moderated text Desktop sharing data. Menu closed. Talk button. Off button. Start button. Space. Pause button. Moderator. All right. So in theory, all of you should actually be sharing my desktop or may have asked for you to share my desktop. If you're not sharing my desktop, you should still be able to hear myself as well as Window Eyes and iTunes. So if you don't want to share the desktop, that's fine. That's mainly for sighted users. I just want to make sure that everybody has access to all of these items. So I'm going to Alt-Tab over to iTunes, which I already have open. iTunes. Task switching. iTunes. <coughs> sources. Sources. Tree view. Okay. So in part one of the iTunes series, we talked about the layout of iTunes. We talked about there being a menu and how you make sure that's always visible. 
and there being a sidebar and how that should always be visible for easier accessibility. We also talked about where you can get to search and access the name of the music that, or the name of the artist as well as the file that's playing or the song that's playing. So when I started this up, I'm in that sources tree view, and in case you didn't hear it, music, iCloud library playlist one of three. I'm on the music item. Now, if I start tabbing, I'm going to get to all of those radio buttons we talked about last time, where we've got songs and albums and artists and genres and radio and iTunes match, and that can be kind of tedious to jump through all of the time. Last time we talked about putting all of these things into a list so that you just have a nice, easy list that you can up and down arrow through. You can use first letter navigation to some extent. I've left mine at songs. Whatever you put it in is what it's going to be in when you close it. And so I've left mine at songs, and instead of pressing tab to have to go through all of those different radio buttons, I'm going to press F6. Big Lord and the Man, iCloud Download, Time 339, John Rich, Album Son of a Preacher Man, Genre Country, One of Nine List Box. And that jumped directly to my list of songs. Now you'll notice that it spoke that first song, but iTunes doesn't actually place focus on that song until you down arrow one time. So if I down arrow once... Big Lord and the Man, iCloud Download, Time 339, John Rich, Album Son of a Preacher Man, Genre Country, One of Nine. You'll notice that it spoke that... Uh, song again, and that's because now it's actually selected. Now it has focus. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's something you'll want to know when you f press F6 and you start down arrowing. The first time you press it's got focus, and then it starts moving focus to the next song each time that you press the down arrow. So for example, if I press down arrow again, he is not silent. I cloud download time 402 out of the gray album out of the gray genre pop two of nine. He is not silent. I cloud download time 402. That's my next uh, song there. So let's talk about what a tag is. So we're in this list of songs, and songs can have tags. And so a tag is a piece of information that can be added or modified about a specific song, such as an artist, genre, or other information. That's called a tag. It's a piece of information that can be added or modified about a specific song, such as artist, genre, or other information. So let's talk about how you would modify a tag or add information if a tag doesn't already exist. So to add or modify tags on a specific song, you must press, oh, excuse me, you've got to select the um, a, a, an option after you bring up the context menu. And so once you're on a song, so I'm going to download to uh, one called In Color. Heart, I club In Color, Time 451, Jamie Johnson, Album at Lonesome Song, Genre Country 4 of 9, In Color, Time for all right, so that was Jamie Johnson. It's in color. It says it's country. So country would be an example of a tag. What if I wanted to add other information or read other tags that are about this song? I'm going to press my applications key or my context menu key. That's the key that's typically two keys to the right of the space bar. So you've got space bar, then alt to the right of that, then context menu. If you have a laptop or other device that does not have that key, try using shift F10, Shift F10. So I'm going to do context menu. Context menu. And I'm going to down arrow until I hear get info, as in get information. Play in color, play next P, add to up next, get info G. That says get info, and I'm going to press enter here. Menu closed. iTunes. 
And so what happens is we have a dialog, and this dialog has the following tabs on it. The first one is summary, and if I right arrow... Info tab control 2 of 7. Info. Video 3 of 7. Video, and I'm continuing to right arrow. Sorting 4 of 7. Sorting. Options 5 of 7. Options. Lyrics 6 of 7. Lyrics. Artwork 7 of 7. And artwork. So these are the various tabs that are in this dialog, and each tab contains its own information. I'm going to left arrow till we get back to info or information. Lyrics, options, sorting, video, info, two of seven. Okay, so let's go check out the tags that are in this song. So I'm going to tab, now that I'm on the information or the info tab. Name them in color edit box. So it says the name of the song is in color. We already knew that, right? Because we heard the name of the song. If I tab again. Artist of Jamie Johnson edit box. So it says artist Jamie Johnson. Well, when I purchased this song off of iTunes, I automatically put the artist name in here. Well, what happens if maybe you recorded a song on a guitar and, and iTunes doesn't know who you are um, because that information is not encoded? Well, you could go and add your own information here. You could go ahead and put in that you're the artist. Or maybe you had music from a friend that uh, didn't have their name on it. You could put information from them there as well. I tab again. Year Y2008, edit box. So it's what year this is. This is from about five, almost six years ago. Album artist by Jamie Johnson, edit box. I tabbed again, and it says album artist, because maybe the artist singing it was different than the album artist. Maybe you have, for example, the uh, top 40 hits or something, and it's a different album artist than uh, the uh, artist who's actually singing the song. If I tab again... Track number T8, edit box. All right, so it says track number, and this is track number 8. If I tab again... And 14, edit box. Uh, it's the eight track of 14 tracks. Now you notice this was the fourth song in my list. That's the track number that it is on that particular album, not what it is on my list. So this might have been the fourth song in my list, but if I had this entire CD, this would be the eighth song. Just something to note. I'm going to tab again. Album L, that lonesome song edit box. So here's the name of the actual album. And if the album had multiple disc numbers, we could change that, too. So if I tab... Disc number D1, edit box. So it's album number one of... If I tab again... Of one, edit box. Album one of one. So I have some George Strait and some Garth Brooks albums from years ago that have multiple albums uh, to them, or multiple discs, and so you could actually input the disc number there as well. If I tab again here... Grouping, you edit box. So you could add grouping information... EPMB, edit box. Uh, some of these tags I'm not real clear on exactly Composer what C. they Jamie are, Johnson. but uh, all this is where you can add this particular information. Composer C. Jamie Johnson, Lee Thomas Miller, James Otto, edit box. So there are the composers or the writers of this particular song, if I keep tabbing. Comments, oh, edit box. If I were to make my own comments about this song, like maybe I like it, or um, maybe I like one of the, the writers, or something like that, you can add your own comments to this song. If I keep tabbing. Genre G, country, 9 of 27, combo, edit box. Now, this says country. It's a combo edit box, so if I up and down arrow here... Dance 10 of 27. Easy listening 11 of 27. I could easily change this, and I'll just Dance up 10 arrow of 27. back to country. Country 9 of 27. When we talk about playlists, there's a way that you can actually go and say just play all the country songs, and so it could be important to have the specific genre here. If I tab again... Part of a compilation art checkbox unchecked. So if this were part of a bigger compilation, we could check this checkbox. It's not. OK button. There's an OK button. Cancel button. Cancel. That'll get rid of the dialog. And then if you wanted to move to the previous or next track without having to go back through and opening this up again. Previous P button. Next end button. You can go to the previous or next button. 
We're going to go back to the list of tabs. Info tab control 2 of 7. So I'm going to go to info and I'm going to right arrow here. Video 3 of 7. All right. So suppose we had a video because we talked about there being TV shows or uh, other movies that you can actually download through iTunes or purchase. If I tab. Show a set it box. So I could have the name of the show. Season number and edit box. The season number. If this were a TV show, maybe this were uh, season two. Episode ID edit box. And the episode might be, it would be the name of the episode. Episode number you edit box. And the episode number might be episode five. So it could be season two, episode five. You'd have the name of the show and the name of the episode. And then, again, if we tab. Description the edit box. There's a description here. And this would give us the ability to either import a description or have a description about this specific episode. And again, you've got your OK, Cancel, Previous, and Next buttons here. I'm going to go ahead and tab until we get to uh, back to video. <coughs> OK button, Cancel button, PBSP <coughs> button, Next End button, Video tab, Control 3 of 7. All right, so there's the video tab. If I right arrow, Sorting 4 of 7. All right, so this is sorting information. How would um, iTunes sort this if we said sort by artist or sort by name? I'm just going to quickly tab through here so you can get an idea of what information is in here. Name in color edit box. There's the name. Is that the track? Sort name in color edit box. Sort name is exactly the same. Artist star Jamie Johnson edit box. You could have the artist in here and, of course, the artist sort. Sort artist to Jamie Johnson edit box. is going to be the exactly the same. So if we went to iTunes and said sort by artist, it's going to sort by Jamie Johnson. Album artist be Jamie Johnson edit box. Same thing with album artist. Sort album artist by edit box. Now, interestingly enough, sort album artist is left blank. So suppose we wanted to go ahead and type in here. J M E space J O O space Y space J O H N S O N. So now we've got a uh, sorting by album artist. If we wanted to do that, if I keep tabbing, album U that lonesome song edit box. Sort album L that lonesome song edit box. You'll notice that most of these are identical because there really isn't much of a reason to have one different unless you wanted to sort it. Um, substantially different from what the information is that's included with each song. Composer O. Jamie Johnson, Lee Thomas Miller, James Otto, Sort Composer C. Edit Box. Sort Composer, I could just copy and paste that information here if I wanted to. Show H. Edit Box. Sort Show S. Edit Box. So all of these are items that you could have it sorted by. Last time we talked about sorting by different pieces of information. So this is where you could type in the sort information. Again, it's typically, typically going to be identical to the tag information. I'm going to go ahead and get back up to the uh, sorting tab. OK button, cancel button, previous P button, next end button, sorting tab, control 4 of 7. All right, so there's the sorting tab, and I'm going to right arrow. Options 5 of 7. So this says options. Well, what options do I have? Now, this is different than tag information. Basically, the tag information is essentially done, but this is different than tag information. So I'm going to go ahead and tab here. 2160 of 43, 20 track bar. This is actually a volume adjustment track bar. And if I press up arrow, it's going to increase. 2219 of 4320. 2219 of 4320. If I press down arrow. 2151 of 4320. 2150 of 4320. So you'll notice that I can up and down arrow. I could have this specific song actually louder or softer than other songs if I wanted to. If I tab. Equalizer presetting and combo box 1 of 23. All right, this is the equalizer format. This is something I think is very helpful because it allows the music to actually sound better. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to escape out of this dialogue, and I'm going to come back here, and we can listen to how some of this stuff sounds very different depending on what I select. So I'm going to press escape. 
iTunes, music and color, time 451. Control to silence that, and I'm going to press enter to start playing this song. And I'm going to get back to my tag information by going into the context menu. Context menu. Get info. Pause and color. Play next. Add to what? Get info. Menu closed. iTunes summary info. Video sorting options. Lyrics artwork. Volume adjustment. Negative 100. None 100. Equalizer. I'm going to press cancel there. Or control to silence that. I'm going to tab back to that combo box. Cancel button. Previous. Next 10. Option 21. Equalizer. Presetting on combo box. 1 of 23. Alright. So if I have this set to none, it doesn't have any equalizer settings. Now... If I start down arrowing through here, acoustic two of twenty bass booster, bass reducer, classical five of twenty-three. All of these will actually take effect while we're listening. Dance six of twenty-three. So if I wanted to set this to rock, for example, sixteen of twenty, or seventeen of eighteen of twenty-three. It's actually going to change the way the song sounds, and it may be a little difficult to hear since I've got the music playing a bit softly. I'll be seventeen of twenty-three. And if I up arrow, pop sixteen of twenty-three. Piano 15 I'm going to press escape and pause this. iTunes, space. So you can change that equalizer and you can listen to what's best while the song is playing since they take effect immediately. Context I'm menu. Do context play menu. Play down arrow what next? Back get info. Get info. Menu closed iTunes summary info, video sorting options, lyrics, artwork, I volume adjustment, negative one, e equalizer, box resetting, quickly. combo box one of twenty-three. So now what I'm going to do is continue to tab, rating edit box, and there's a rating. So I'm going to talk about ratings for songs in a moment. These are ratings that you actually give a song. If I tab again, start time as checkbox unchecked. I could tell this song to start at a different time than just zero zero zero, but by default it's unchecked. Zero zero zero. It starts at the beginning. Stop time T checkbox unchecked. And I could tell this song to stop playing at a different uh, intervals as well. So maybe if I'm a DJ and I make a playlist and I want this to be only a certain period of time, I could have that happen. If I keep tabbing. Four fifty point six eight. Remember playback position. Our checkbox unchecked. So remember playback position. So it could remember where this song is at when you leave it and come back. Skip when shuffling. K checkbox unchecked. And if you're shuffling, you can say, don't play this song at all whenever I'm shuffling music. So that's what's here in the options dialog. Some of the stuff is kind of cool and very powerful, I think. Okay, but cancel. Previous P button. Back to Next button. our options. Options. Button. Tab control 5 of 7. And right arrow. Lyrics 6 of 7. Uh, if I tab here, this is lyrics. Okay, button. Cancel button. Previous P button. Next that. end button. Lyrics rich edit. There's a rich edit box here. And if I down arrow, I hear nothing. There are no lyrics here. They're not put in here by default. So you'd probably have to go out to a website, find the lyrics, or just type them in manually. Lyrics tab control 6 of 7. And then the last tab control is... Artwork 7 of 7. Artwork. Now, obviously, this doesn't mean much to you or I, but if you download a song from iTunes or you import an album, you can get artwork or add artwork that you have. So if you've made a, a track, for example, you can add your own artwork. And again, static box. I've got uh, add a dialog button. The ability to add this. Delete the button. Delete the artwork. Five of five track bar. Visually, you can change this track bar so you can see lots of artwork or a little artwork. So maybe multiple rectangles or just uh, one rectangle at a time. And you've got your previous next OK and cancel button. So that's what's inside of this dialog. So this is how you get to uh, tagging information. Excuse me. This is how you tag uh, various songs, as well as select these other options that are available inside of iTunes. I'm going to go ahead and press Escape here.
Music play targeted, in color, time 451, Jamie Johnson, album at Lonesome Song, genre country 4 of 9 list box, iTunes. So, that was one of the questions that we got in regards to how do you add tags. And again, we're going to talk about playlists in a little bit, which is going to really rely heavily on those tags. But one of the other questions that we got was, how do I import CDs into iTunes? Well, if you'll remember last time, we went through a preferences dialog. And that preferences dialog can be opened through the menu, but there's also a hotkey to open it, which is control comma. So I'm going to do a control comma. Comma. General preferences. So this says general preferences. Now, there are lots of preferences inside this dialog, so it would take me a while to tab to this particular option. But there is an option here that says when you insert a CD do X. And in order to get to that item, it's a combo box, I'm going to press Alt-C as in cat. Alt-C as in cat. C. When you insert a CDC, ask to import CD combo box 3 of 5. Alright, so it says when I put a CD into my drive, if it's an audio CD, not if it's a data CD, what do I want it to do? And it says ask to import. Well, what are my other options here? If I up arrow, play CD two of five. I can play it. Show CD one of five. Show the CD. Show CD. Play CD. Ask to import CD four of five. Just automatically import CD import and eject five of five. Import the CD. Import and CD eject. and eject five of five. So those are my options. I'm going to import set CD four of five to just import CD. And if I tab here, import settings. Old dialog button. Import settings. If I tab again, automatically retrieve CD track names from Internet F checkbox checked. It says automatically retrieve CD track names from internet checkbox checked. So all of those tags that we just had, the track names, rather than saying untitled song one or untitled two or untitled three, it would go off to the internet, see if that track name is available, and then try and download that information. So it would automatically get some of those tags um, if it's on the internet. I'm going to shift tab here. Import settings. Old dialog button. Here's import settings, and this button can be activated by pressing Alt-O at any time in this dialog. I'm going to press space, space on it. Import settings. Import using IAC encoder combo box 1 of 5. So it says import using AAC encoder. <coughs> Excuse me. That's iTunes special format. What are the other formats that we have available here? 8 encoder 2 of 5. AIFF encoder. Apple Lossless encoder 3 of 5. One of the Apple encoders. MP3 encoder 4 of 5. MP3, you're probably very familiar with that. WAV encoder 5 of 5. Or WAV encoder. Now, I'm not an audiophile, but for those of you who are, this may make a difference to you. Obviously, WAV is uncompressed. MP3 is compressed. And it's supposed to have a little bit um, uh, less, uh, I guess, less of a range to it than a WAV or an AAC in, uh, encoding would. Again, I'm not an audiophile, so... Uh, some of you out there who are probably care which file formats in. To me, it doesn't matter so much. Uh, one thing I have found, just as a little side tip, is that if you have music that you have imported and you are using iTunes Match and you want to put it into the cloud, remember we talked about that last time, sometimes you have to actually create an AAC version of the song. So I just set mine and to default, encoder, AAC encoder one which of five. is AAC. AAC encoder one of five. If I tab here, setting us iTunes plus combo box two of four. It says iTunes plus is the uh, setting. Then that's just dependent upon the bit rate and other items here. 
if I tab again, use error correction when reading audio CDs, you will checkbox unchecked. There's actually a, uh, a read-only edit box that's not really a read-only edit box, and so focus never gets there. It just skips over top of it. So if you want to be able to read that uh, uh, read-only information that's based off of the setting combo box, I'm going to route my mouse pointer up to this checkbox with... Um, Actually, I'm going to shift tab. Setting iTunes plus combo box. I'm going to route my mouse pointer here with insert number pad plus. Pointer routed to combo box. And then start going down by line by pressing numpad 2. Setting S. Details. So this is details. It's a details read-only edit box. It's just underneath of the settings combo box. And these would be the settings or the uh, settings that are used, whatever item you've selected in that combo box. So if I keep moving down with my mouse pointer... 128 kbps mono, 256 kbps stereo, 44.100 khz. And if I move down with my mouse pointer again... VBR, optimized for MMXSSE2. Again, I'm not an audiophile, but for those of you who are, I know that you may want to change some of this information. So that's how you access the setting information. So if I keep tabbing... Use error correction when reading audio CDs, you will checkbox unchecked. We can just leave this unchecked. Um, there's an OK and a Cancel button here as well. So I'm just going to go ahead and press Escape. Import Those settings. are the settings Old that dialogue. are going to be used when it imports a CD. And uh, those are the defaults as well. So you don't have to change those things. That's just where you can change them. Because maybe you want everything to be an MP3 um, for whatever reason. So I'm going to go ahead and press Escape to get out of here. iTunes. Music play targeted. In color. Time 451. Jamie Johnson. Album at Lonesome Song. Genre country. I'm going to silence that. And I have a CD here. I'm going to open up my CD drive. Put in the CD. Close my CD drive. I'm going to sit here and wait for a second. Yes, Y button. iTunes, would you like to import the CD Gypsy Kings live into your iTunes library? Do not ask me again. Checkbox unchecked default. Yes, Y button. No end button. Now, if iTunes had not been open, it would have come up with an auto playlist, and it would have asked me if I wanted to open iTunes to import. And so, obviously, I've said import CDs when I put in an audio CD. iTunes recognized this was an audio CD and says, hey, you want to import this into your library? So I'm just going to press Y for yes. Y. iTunes. Gypsy Kings Live 1 Intro. Time 051 Gypsy Kings. Album Gypsy Kings Live. Genre Pop 1 of 17 list box. I you can hear it, but my CD drive is winding up. Sounds like a jet plane. And it's going to start importing this information. Or these uh, songs. Now if I tab here. 17 songs. 1 hour, 14 minutes. 747.8 MB static box. Alright, so I hear information about this album. Show menus button. Previous button. Play button. Next button. And I'm going to go ahead and F6 down to my list of songs. Importing Ladonia static box. Search library edit box. Sources. Gypsy Kings live disc playlist one of one. 17 songs. One hour, 14 minutes. Static box. Options button. All right. So once I pressed F6 until I got to where my uh, CD that's being imported is, I could press tab, and you're going to hear an options button. Now if I press enter here. Context menu. It opens up a context menu, which I can down arrow to. Get track name T. I can get track names. Now remember, I told it to do that automatically, which is one of the reasons it already knows the title of the CD. If I down arrow again, Submit CD track names, you dialog. I could submit my own CD track names, so if I needed to make them, I could actually submit them. Menu close. I press escape. CD info tab. button. Stop importing button. Tab. I don't want to stop importing if I tab again. Converted one intro. Time zero fifty one. Jep Seekings. Album Jep Seekings live. 
converted one in four times zero fifty one jet seeking album jet seeking lift John converted two converted converted four converted converted six converted seven eight in Ella time four thirty nine jet seeking album jet seeking lift so in the time we've been talking here it's already converted seven of those tracks and if you remember. There are 17 songs. It took an hour and 14 minutes for this to play. Convert, converted eight in Ella. Time 4:39. Well, we were Gypsy on Kings, this one. Gypsy Kings converted. So I changed the working feverishly to go through and uh, import all of these songs. So while it's doing that, let's F6 back over to our list of music. Importing Hellamy Static Box. Converted eight in Ella. Time remaining 011.21.7x static box. Search select sources. Gypsy Kings live this playlist back one of one tribute. Up to music by pressing home. Remember, I could have done a control one as well. Use TV shows. Movie up music. Right now, pressing home, excuse me. All right, so I'm on music, and if I F6. Play targeted in color. Time 451. Jamie Johnson. Album with Lonesome Song. Genre country 9 of 21 list box. Play and I'm targeted. Down arrow once here. Intro. Time 051. Gypsy Kings. Album Gypsy Kings Live. Genre prop 11 of 22. Intro. So you notice that that's a Gypsy King song. It's already been added to my library. If I want to play it, I just press enter. Intro. Time 051. Gypsy Kings. Album Gypsy Kings Live. Genre prop 11 of 22. And it starts playing in the background here. It's already added to my library. That's not playing off the CD. That's actually music that's been digitized and put onto iTunes. So I'm going to press my space bar here to pause that. Space. Intro. Time 051. Gypsy Kings. Album Gypsy Kings Live. Genre Prop 11 of 22. So now that we've got this. Intro. Times. Hello, this is Brian McKellen. I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Remember to listen to Speaking Out for the Blind, Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, on ACB Radio Mainstream. Happy Holidays. again for being with us today on Main Menu. We always appreciate having you here. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll see you back again here next week on Main Menu.